Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. I am Jenna Jensen, the third host, and this is episode 116. Woo! <laughs> and tonight we are talking about the <laughs> Double J uh, Paranormal Investigation Q&A. Who do I got with me tonight? Trevor Jensen. And with me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are three of the four that investigated the Devil J. Shout out to Alex, who is out deer hunting right now. Go get him, buddy. Knock him dead. Literally. <laughs> Sight him in, knock him down. <laughs> but we have taken a couple week break so that we could allow you guys time to watch the investigations and kind of take in all that that night had to offer because it was absolutely outstanding. A blast. So much fun. The property was absolutely massive. We will eventually end up going back because they We have... didn't get to everything. Yeah, we didn't have enough time to hit absolutely everything, but... They locked us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It was three in the morning. We so got I locked understand. out at three in the morning, so... <laughs> it is what it is. And I think we, you know, looking back at it now... I think we caught some really awesome evidence. We definitely did. And we had access to everything. It was just the time allowed that we started, what, 8 o'clock? Yeah. We, there was just too much to get through all night if we wanted to spend a decent amount of time on everything. So Right. If we wanted to spend 10 minutes in every spot, we probably could have made it to more places. But what's the fun in that? Yeah, what's the fun in that when you're looking for ghosts? Yeah. So first off, we started off in... The wagon wheel area, um, which is really... One of the older parts of the It's the, the oldest part. It's the original ranch. Yes. Uh, that Double J started as. Um, where the lake is that we talked about in the pre-investigation reveal when we did all the history. We started at that lake, Big Wildcat Lake, and we went to a bunch of the housing areas that are there. Uh, like the artist house? Artist house, I guess we'll call well, it. it. It is the artist house now. It was formerly something else, but I don't remember what they said it was prior to that. I think it was the cabins for the... Um... Employees. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that, that sounds right. You're yeah. right. And right there, even in the first spot that we started at mm -hmm. with Sparky, um, shout out to him because he was an absolutely awesome guide while we were there letting us into places and helping coolest us out of coolest. with some of his experiences and some of the history that he's heard about in his short time working there. And, I mean, we started off right away getting hits on the spirit box. If you didn't tell by the videos, we most of our evidence actually came off of the spirit box. Yes. A couple EMF spikes here and there. Uh, Jenna had her own experiences while we weren't around when she was doing some seclusion stuff with another one of our guides. And same with me, Riley, and Alex. We had some of our own experiences where it was all, like, I don't want to say spiritual because that's not the right word, but, like, we we had experiences that weren't documented necessarily by our equipment. I would I would say that's accurate. I'd say so. 
I'd say it's accurate. But let's let's start in the beginning of the timeline and kind of just. Walk I love to the jump night. around. Yeah, I know you do, but let's try to stay uh, time logical here. So time logical. <laughs> we we started off in the the artist's house, and we got you know the the EVPs um, like this one. Apparently there was five spirits with us, but there was also five people in the room. So they could have been answering either way, really. They could have been referring to us or, or them. Just, or them. It's tough to really judge that, honestly. Uh-huh. And then didn't we also have a point where it came across and was talking about Sparky shirt? Yes. Yes. I love that when that happened, we all looked at Sparky and we were just like, sir, <laughs> excuse me. You have a devil <laughs> on, on your shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we won't play everything that happened. We want you to go back and watch our video, obviously, but we'll, we'll play parts of these videos because um, I think some of this stuff is really interesting that we caught, especially like once we went into the wagon wheel like dance hall. Yeah, that was wild. That was. Violet thinks it was wild too. No, I I'm 100% certain I saw a shadow walk through there that shouldn't have been there. I, I didn't saw it out my window. I saw it at ghost hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it at ghost hunting. Good job, bye. That's amazing. She's gonna be a class act ghost hunter. Yeah, she's three years old and already wants to hunt ghosts. So. I love it. No, she wants to hunt Bigfoot. She said Bigfoot, <laughs> scary deer, and ghost. <laughs> base goats? I swear she said base goats. Goat man. The goat man. A.K.A. base goat. <laughs> yeah. All right, back to the wagon wheel. <laughs> but it was really kind of crazy. Like, we were in the wagon wheel for a while, and we're kind of getting some responses on the spirit box and then we were just kind of like all kind of just focused around this bar area pushing alex around to get him out of the shot (laughs) focused on this bar area and we're just kind of listening to the spirit box and all of a sudden we heard something move across the room and i don't know if it was a table if it was a chair if it was one of the windows like it's still tough to tell what it actually was it was bigfoot yeah, it was, she wanted to say it was Bigfoot. But yeah, it was it was a very distinct sound of like what sounded like a table or a chair moving. Like if you were to squeak it. I really wish that I was like in shot of the video, but I was mostly behind like the camera and stuff. But all of our heads turned when we heard that noise. Yeah, it, it's in the... Everybody snapped to attention. Yeah, it's in the part one investigation video. You can see that happen. And it's it, at the end of it, isn't it? Pretty close to the end of the first um, one. It's about halfway through, actually. Oh, is it? I figured, well, because yeah. we spent a good, decent amount of time in the wagon wheel, so it was a, a good chunk of the night was there. Yeah, we did spend a lot of time in there. We were probably there for about an hour and a half. I was going to say an hour and a half sounds right. Would you guys think that was, like, the most active place throughout the night? Whoo, doggy. I but was... I don't know. I've also had some weird things, but I think that was the... I honestly think the forest was the most active. 
Oh yeah, that's right. You guys went, yeah, to, the we went to the woods. But it was also past two a.m. then, so that could have been the reason. It was very why eerie too. out there too. It was really eerie, but we'll we'll get to that later on in the episode. I do think out of all of the locations that were indoors, that was the most prevalent one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That had the most going on. I don't know what it was about that spot. Maybe it's all it's, the. It end. was the gathering place for. Yeah, they, they had they had used that place probably the whole time for gatherings like that so it would make sense to me didn't sparky also say that they were digging up mounds when they were trying to do construction out there on the property somewhere i'm pretty sure not in that specific area in a different part but it would make sense that if it's a native american burial ground that there's activity going on throughout the place I mean, they, they had Native American paintings on tables downstairs in the wagon wheel as well. So I wonder if that has any reason. It, it potentially could. It's really tough to say. I mean, West Michigan's so prevalent with Native American history and, and things like that. So it, it's definitely possible that Native Americans were there first. I mean, they were here first. I mean, it, it makes sense for the location of where it is because it's rural. It's by water. It's... I just it makes sense like I, I there's there's not a whole old slot i can say i can't talk today there's not a whole much more i can say about it <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying to fucking say um shit then after we spent some time in the wagon wheel we actually went down into the basement where we really didn't have they had a too second m- bar down there yeah and random person's like mechanical legs in the cabinet oh. that scared the shit out of us carl <laughs> Yeah, I've, not too much really paranormal happened down there, though, to be honest. like No, it had an eerie feeling, but it wasn't. We had some things come through on the spirit box, but it wasn't not really much. too much to write home about, honestly. It was hard to understand what it said, too, when we when we heard it back. Like I, I mean, I'll put some stock into it, but I mean, the real money was upstairs when we were downstairs. Yes, and while we were downstairs, we actually left a camera running on that bar... And in the video, you can hear things moving in the room constantly. This was a 20-minute video that I kind of condensed down into a three-minute thing of just highlights. Right. And it was like almost every five minutes, there was a big bang or... Like a shuffle slide. Shuffle or like something moving just behind the camera. Like Yep. Really we were strange. all downstairs too. Nobody want. Yeah. Nobody left. Nobody the, was opening doors. Nothing. And the thing is, is this? It was a cement floor. So like the noises from downstairs, you could tell the difference between some of them. But other things was like it was happening inside of the. Room. We weren't being quiet downstairs, and you didn't hear a single voice come through. Right. Exactly. Only when we started to like leave the basement and come back up. Could you actually hear us again? Yeah, when we were on the staircase outside where the windows are is when you could start hearing us talking. Yeah, and this was a pretty big room, too. Like, it was a big building. Enough to hold a wedding, like a hundred and probably 20 people wedding. They had, like, a stage and everything, and it was super cool. I wanted to go back, like, where the stage was, but it kind of gave me, like, a... Heebie-jeebies? Yeah. Yeah, we should have explored the stage area a little bit more. It gave her the ooga boogas. <laughs> ooga booga. <laughs> but I, I think we we really didn't explore the areas as much as we probably should have because we just kind of wanted to get right to investigating. That was the hard part was there was so much, so little time, and we didn't know exactly where we were going to be able to go because we needed keys for a lot of places. And Sparky didn't have all of the keys that... 
he didn't know everywhere that they were telling us to go. Like one of the the houses where they used to have parties at, and some alleged stuff happened. We didn't even get to that part. And I don't know. I don't. I don't remember if they said not to talk about that because it was alleged. Like you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it, I don't want to like definitely s- did happen. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it either. But I don't know if we should talk about it. We that's... literally had to break into the wagon wheel house. Oh, I don't know if we should say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, if we I should. had to climb through <laughs> like, a window. No, not like actual break in, but for some reason, all their the doors locks were locked from the inside. inside. Yeah, they had, like how they have the slide lock on the door on the inside. So like, if you have it a padlocked on the outside, and the the lock was still on the inside too, so you would have to literally get in there and slide the bolt open to be able to open the door i'm just confused on how they got out <laughs> i don't know <laughs> through through the window, all the doors through the window that <laughs> the we exact went window that i went through to get in there because they were like you guys definitely need to check out the wagon wheels so i was like well i just saw something in there and i don't think it was us walking by the window and i'm pretty sure i saw a shadow figure so i was like i'm going in everybody's like check the windows first one i checked was freaking open so i said i'm going in <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we we actually skipped over the hitching post too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot happened. Nothing. Nothing not, really not a whole happened. Crazy. That... Other than the history, there was really cool. Yeah. How there was gambling and people used. To, it was a hot spot. The sex room. It <laughs> allegedly. It looked like a sex dungeon. The artist sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah, it was velvet on the walls, like a bunch of like sequins, as weird M- mirrors everywhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> Portals. <laughs> portals that's coming up still yeah so then after after there we actually headed to gold rush which is the water park slipping sliding oh wait i want to say one thing before we move there so when we left the wagon wheel house me and trevor were kind of farther behind you and alex we could hear humming and music being played and i said something i was like who's humming and trevor turned around and he goes you hear that too and i said yeah I don't remember that. I we we both said something. Nice. Shh. She keeps saying out of her window. I love it. But yeah, we definitely heard something, and I, we said it out loud too, because I stopped and everybody was still walking, and we were by the pool after we checked out the pool, and I That's didn't hear. I didn't hear a single thing the rest of the night, and it wasn't loud. Like it was like, it was. It sounded close. So yeah. it wasn't like this way off in the distance, you know, somebody's having a party just booming out. Yeah, I looked like across the lake and I couldn't see like anything, like no lights or anything. And then I just heard humming. It was like a kind of a female. Yeah, hum. it was a slow like And then melody. a little bit of a guitar. And then it just got, once we said something, it just stopped. That's wasn't anybody's weird. phone either. That's super weird. It was weird. It, it was definitely weird. And let's get this straight too, that there was nobody at the resort. There was people staying in the hotel. Well, that was way far away from where we were. But there was nobody, like, at any of the properties. Not, yeah, not that on we the fairgrounds. I think there was people in the staff housing, but they were way up front, so we would not be able to hear anything. Well, even, like, the staff housing was, like, four football fields away from where we were. Right. This yeah. is a 4,000 acre property. Like, this is a massive property, and things are spread out out like we had to physically drive to each location yep yeah we couldn't just walk i, I even said that when we got there i was like so are we just walking these places and she goes huh, honey no <laughs> <laughs> like oh if gosh. we would have been dropped off by an uber we would have been screwed screwedy tooty rudy unless they gave us horses because then we could have got around but i don't know oh, you could honestly get lost super easy because oh like, i got turned around when we times. followed sparky we were just like this is not the way we came in <laughs> Even when he, after he left and we went back towards the the entrance to the woods and back where we started, we definitely went the wrong way. 
and went down by like the gates. Yeah, by the gates that we weren't supposed to be down by. But I mean, there was a, a driving path. We just took the wrong side of it. Yeah. <laughs> wrong turn. <laughs> wrong turn. Dead end here. But yeah, then we we headed to Gold Rush, which is their indoor water park. Indoor water park, and that's when we went to the putt putt, the putt putt golf course. Yeah, and Jenna went to the uh, thoroughbred suite. Thoroughbred suites. That's what it was. Room two fourteen. Two fourteen or one two fourteen. Two fourteen. What happened there? Okay, so I did the um seclusion like spirit box that you guys wanted me to do sensory deprivation yeah that and um oh my gosh i feel so bad i can't remember the girl Jaden. that's her name Jaden. she was with me and i told her like kind of what we were doing and what i needed her to do and she was asking questions um not much really happened while me and her were in there we kept one light on just for the video to see so you guys can see but you still couldn't see it was too dark in there yeah we didn't actually end up adding this to the no because there we didn't get much we got one answer um she asked how many energies before she even could say building um i got the word three and then we did that for like probably six minutes or and we weren't getting anything through so we went into the bedroom where the medium who stayed there said that there is a trickster ghost so we went in there we sat on the hot the like little jacuzzi tub thing and um before we walked in there though i heard a thud coming from like the bedroom and on the other side was the elevator so there was like no reason for someone to be coming up that elevator at like midnight or 1 a.m there was barely time. anyone staying yeah at that hotel. the elevator was loud too right yeah what i remember yeah, but it was. it was like a, it was just like a thud like something dropped like something like dropped a book on the floor or like a remote yeah and so I, like, stopped, and I was like, did you hear that? And she goes, no. And I, like, asked her, do you think that someone could be on the elevator? She goes, no, it's too late for people to be out. And I said, okay. So we sat there and sat there. Um, I saw, like, a shadow figure move from the bottom of the bed, like, go into the and not the end, under the bed. There we go. Go under the bed. The yeah, it was, like, super weird. It was, like, a, like a fog-type shape black mist and just went underneath the bed and i was like yeah i'm good i was like i'm good on being in this room and then when i got back down and met with the boys i all of a sudden got a boys 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 (laughs) i got a huge migraine and i was perfectly fine that night and all of a sudden i had a migraine from leaving that room we had a different experience. <laughs> we did have a different experience in there. We did the same thing, sensory deprivation, except I was the one. I went into a different room, and, and they I, asked questions. And I mirror scried. And you kind of explained that in the video, but do you want to touch bases on how? Yes. You've had time to you know think about it. And yes, I stuff, have had so. time to stew on it. Um, I'd say it affected me. Like, for sure, after the fact, too, because I felt out of sorts for like a couple of days, for sure. But when we came into the room, me and Alex sat down. We put a chair in front of a mirror, and he laid on the bed. Me and him both noticed that the the overhead um, light fan... Uh, what do you call that shit? That's fan. Ceiling fan. Ceiling fan. Thank you. <laughs> overhead light fan. Overhead. I I like overhead light fan a lot. So that was that was moving on its own. It was just spinning. And it shouldn't have been. There's no reason <laughs> for it to be spinning. Not at all. 
So me and him both were like, because we never even turned that light on. No, we didn't open any doors or anything. We didn't turn anything on either. I didn't think so. We flipped one light switch on in the opposite room to see what we were looking at. That was it. It was a light. <laughs> it was a light. So, I'm sitting in front of this mirror. It's like a half a body mirror where it's hanging on the wall. Like, sitting backward. Like, a chair. the chair was backwards, so the, the backrest was on my chest. And I was leaning close to the mirror, staring at myself. I stood... Stored. I stared there for probably, like... How long would you say? 10 minutes? 15 minutes? We were in there for like 25 minutes. Yeah, so about 15, 15 minutes out of the whole time, I was staring into my face in this mirror. And they say the mirrors are like portals. So what what was happening was I was like slipping in and out of like what I would call reality because I wasn't saying much, but I was, I was hearing everything going on around me. But I was noticing like my face was changing. Like I could see like different expressions that I was not doing with my own face and then it would get really dark and I couldn't make out a single thing on my face and then I would come back and be normal and I'd blink and everything would be different and I just I just had this weird weird like euphoria where I was like I don't know what exactly this is and I can't ex- I cannot explain it very well but I'm feeling something and then for days after that I felt almost like I wasn't myself completely so that that was very interesting. I see my experience when I was in the room with just the spirit box going. I I was hearing voices, but from your side, the things I was saying back weren't making any sense to the questions you guys were answering. Yep. So I don't know if I was just picking up on radio static. Obviously, I'm just going to repeat everything I hear, and if it makes sense, it makes sense, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's kind of a crapshoot at that point. And I don't think anything I even said matched up, did it? I don't remember. I could barely hear what I don't was going think on. It did. I was really out of it too. Alex was the one that was paying attention, and I don't know how much he was paying attention because he was laying on a bed, <laughs> a really comfy bed. It was. It was very nice. I want to stay in those rooms. Yeah, the when I did it and the voices that came through, I couldn't understand anything. Like it was in a different language. I couldn't understand it. A lot of stuff I was getting wasn't really like even English. It was weird. Yeah. I was trying to make it English. (laughs) (laughs) Same, honestly. (laughs) Like I think one of the times I said like beige or something like that. that It just made no sense. Yeah, like beige. It just made no sense. Beige. Beige. (laughs) Thirteen. Children. Emancipation. But after, well, actually, before we went into there, we went into the putt-putt golf course. and That was cool. It was cool. We had one really weird thing that happened with the EMF detector. It was spiking. And the REM pod. The REM pod went up to, like, 3.6 at the same time the EMF detector spiked to about the same. Yeah, they both hit that spike together at the same time. Um, but that was really the only thing that happened. And we couldn't get them to go off anywhere else for real unless we were literally by, like, one of the turbines. Yeah, so people that say all of our past videos that we have a broken-ass EMF detector, when we bring them to other places, they don't go off. Not all the time, like, when they were going off at Mouth or the other places. Didn't that go off in the basement? The thing that never goes off? The I have a video of it. Was it the REM pod? No, it's a little antenna thingy. The millimeter? No. no. That never. The REM pod on the millimeter has never gone off. The only time it's ever gone off for us was at the port, at the playhouse, mm-hmm. which oh. is crazy that we've never gotten anything to react with that REM pod yet with us. 
debunked me <laughs> no you're no you're right though something that we don't normally have go off did go off but i don't remember what it was because it was in the basement yeah i we have so many different equip like pieces of equipment that i, I can't don't think about what it, it was anywho <laughs> back to reality so okay so i have a question for you guys in the golf the mini oops the, the mini put, golf put. so when i went there like when Isabel was kind of just like walking me around. Did you guys feel like you were being watched? No, no, I, I didn't feel no, that crazy. <laughs> no paranormal intuitions in putt putt golf course. No, I almost all. tripped a lot. Maybe you guys stirred something up when I left. When you guys left and I came in. <laughs> I mean, it could very possibly be. We when we were leaving that place was right about the time where we got the spikes, and like something had just crossed the path with us when we were in the back. And then we were like, all right, let's go check out something else because we're not getting much here. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, other than that, like nothing really happened. We might have caught a couple different voices on the spirit box. I'd have to go back and watch the video. But I, it was that part of the night just seemed to be really dead. Yeah, I would agree with that. Not for you? Not in the water park. Oh, yeah. She was the only one that went down in the water park that night. Tell us. Tell us what happened. In the water park? Yeah. Okay, so... Isabel gave me a tour of the putt-putt and the water park. She took me down underneath the water park. So, like, where all the tanks and stuff are for the water. That place is absolutely terrifying. Like, it was scary. Like, I didn't want to be down there anymore. All the workers who have ever commented on our video say that the water park is the most haunted spot. Like, before, we just walked, and I was like, oh, this is fine. And then she's like, we're going to go down deeper. And I'm like, how much deeper? So she took me to where everything, like, where the random fire alarms were going off. And I was like, I don't like it down here because it just felt so, like, you're tense. Like, you were, so, like, looking over your shoulder, making sure that, like, no one was following you type of thing like serial killer vibes <laughs> yeah so jeremy who works there he commented on our youtube video and said i work there and i have a lot of stuff in the indoor pool area and see things up in there a lot and then uh isabel decided to go check out these stairs that were like boarded off they're just like I said employees only so i was waiting for her and i was like my backup was against the wall and there was like a corner and all of a sudden i heard like footsteps like were being someone was like running at me and so i went closer to the uh little like crack of like where the walls meet the corner there we go yep and i was like absolutely terrified i was like where is isabel like i could not be here by myself anymore and it was just weird because i just kept hearing these footprints but me and her were the only people down there that is strange and it, and it aligns with a lot of the stories that I've read about the water park itself is, you know, hearing screams, hearing footsteps, and, I mean, you experienced it for yourself, so... We should also just, add uh, that we never, like, looked into, like, nobody has really told us anything, so until that video came out. So it's not like we're like, oh, yeah, this happened because this happened, people are telling us. Right. I mean, the workers had told us a little bit of things that had happened, and they just happened to do a Ouija board the night before we were there, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what really could have been stirred up. But that's really all that happened to me. Like, um, I don't know. Like, honestly, would I go in the deeper part of the of the water park just because I just, I don't know. The vibes down there are crazy. But I feel like we could get something down there. 
I think so too. I think I want to see what it looks like down. I think if we go back, the water park would definitely be one of the spots we start off at. Agreed. It'll have to be after everybody goes to bed. And I would want them to shut all the lights off for us too. They said they could dim it. Yeah. I just don't want to fall into the water with all that equipment. And when she was like taking me around the water park, like explaining everything to me and um, like what goes on and what they hear. Uh, Isabel was saying that she brought me to where they always see like this shadow man stand and move. And I was just like, oh, that's clear as day. Like you can see that because where she had me stand, the windows look straight into it. Like you can see straight into it. Yeah. That's so, pretty terrifying. Let's. So Sparky, he actually messaged me a couple days ago and I'll just read what he messaged to me because it is really creepy he said Isabel and I had the loudest screech happen up front so loud she ran back behind the desk she was going home and I cussed with a customer on the phone it sounded like it went towards the mini golf so we went and inspected none of the blinds were messed up into the mini golf but on the way out one was torn down so he has a picture of before when they walked in to the mini putt golf course and then he took a picture of the curtain which is like it goes over these windows so that the black light doesn't shoot out into the water park and the curtain is completely torn off the wall and laying on the ground i'll post these pictures on our Instagram. yeah you better dude sparky was so cool though like he was probably the most down-to-earth security guard i've ever met in my life <laughs> yeah and we will definitely be back to double j to investigate again because for one the staff is absolutely amazing there everybody was awesome like homie that gave us a ride on the bus yeah, amazing Ricky. they were so excited for us to be there they were like we heard you guys were coming we were so excited so we did an ouija board session the night before everybody <laughs> had something to say about stuff happening to them though. right it's it, crazy it, it honestly made me feel like we were famous <laughs> for real <laughs> <laughs> like it was so cool like and like you know how in the pre-investigation episode we talked about how they have this family vibe that they like push they portray very hard yeah really how you feel when you're there you really feel like you're part of their family Mm -hmm. and it it was and it happened instantly like the night as soon as we got there that night and walked into the office like it was like we belonged there and everyone wanted us to be there it was so cool and so inspiring us for us to continue the night because it was like uh, they don't really want us here you know would have changed the whole vibe of the night but they were like we are so happy you're here come back hit everywhere yeah they're like come back whenever you want blah 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 but that was super cool but after we did the water park and after we did the thoroughbred suite we did the spot that everyone knows that we can't say that the secret spot the secret spot but it's a forest has to do with woods (laughs) and we went out there and jenna wasn't feeling it she was having a migraine like she had mentioned earlier it was also like 1 32 in the morning at this point yeah and we had all worked it was a friday night <laughs> everybody was pretty drained yeah but me alex and trevor decided we're gonna go walk through the woods and we ended up sitting down in one of these installments and started doing a paranormal session and we weren't really getting too much at first but then but then some voices came through we didn't really even pick them up when it happened but no, we none listened, of us registered we listened back to it and 
I thought it said right before this happened, move the bag. It sounds like it. So they can sit down with you guys? They could have sat anywhere by us, but they decided that they were going to push Riley's bag off of a fucking seat. Oh! Yeah, so my bag was sitting on one... So it was like multiple steps up. It was the first step, too. So it, it was just sitting on the first sitting step. Sitting perfectly fine. Perfect. It had been sitting there for 15 minutes, and it just fell completely off of that. Completely. Like, none of us even seen it happen. We just heard it happen because it was loud. Yeah, it was weird. Like, all of us were like, what? And then moments later after that, we got a voice telling us to leave. It's like, get out. Didn't we also get that downstairs in the basement, too? And Sparky thought it was, um... Uh, I believe it said you'll regret that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I think that's exactly what it said. I don't remember why it was telling us it would regret that. And that's not the only time that happened, because that happened out in the woods, too. It told us that we'd regret that. Yeah. But what are we going to regret, though? That's the thing. (laughs) You'll regret that. You'll rue this day. (laughs) But that was a pretty crazy start to, like, in the woods. And then we went to this chapel. That's where shit got wild. Chapel. It got super wild for me, damn it. We decided we were going to leave Trevor by himself. He lasted 10 seconds. <laughs> because It wasn't because I was scared. It was because as soon as they walked away, the spirit box was yelling at me. Like, Trevor! word after word. <laughs> no, it was like word after word after word. Like, it kept, it, it was almost like trying to say a full sentence. And I was like, I don't know if they're going to want to miss this or not. I think the problem there was is so many spirits were trying to come through at the same time that all the words were just getting gobbly gooped up. Yeah, because it was like crazy the amount of like interaction that i had because i was just like is there anybody that wants to talk and it was like you have to be like danny and just go one at a time please shout out danny i love danny but yeah i mean like i wasn't like terrified or anything like i had that weird vibe for sure like it felt like i was in a whole chapel where there was people watching me and behind me where i was sitting in this broken ass chair there was like a giant pyramid with an eye on top of it staring down into my soul and i don't know it was like as soon as they started walking away and they went out into the the other part of the woods by and there i was by myself i was like i'm gonna sit here quietly for a second and listen and it was like immediately silence no i couldn't hear anything around me and then when I started getting voices over the box. Ooh, do you mean like silence, like how Mouth Cemetery was quiet? It no, was worse. quiet out there. It was worse. It was like if you were to take like Vanta Black, like if you know what that is, how it's the Mega Black where it's like it absorbs all light. So there's nothing. It's literally nothingness. That's how it felt because I couldn't hear anything. Oh, Jesus. It was it was weird. It was like it's I was in a room that dead kills. Silence that yeah, it about. kills all noise. So I was like. Well, this is weird because it was a little bit windy. It was chilly, you know, like you would. I thought I would hear like shit like shifting, but no. So then when they came back in the room, I was like, everything opened back up and I could hear again. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Weird. When, when me and Alex walked away, we really didn't experience anything. I think we were more just exploring, trying to find somewhere that looked kind of creepy. But honestly, the chapel was the most creepiest at the time. Chapel's so cool. Like it was so cool in there, though. I turned my car off when you guys went, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm just going to sit in here and take a nap. And I felt like I was being watched. Like, I would kept looking over my shoulder because I was like, it just felt like someone was walking up to my car. You know, like, you can get that sense. Yeah. And so I turned it on so I could have my lights on so I could see. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. 
I was a little scared. What was even more funny is like when we got back to the car, this is just like a funny little story. When we got back to the car, Riley's like, I can't find one of the recorders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, I don't have it. And I think we looked for like a good seven, eight I minutes I tore long. my backpack apart, looked freaking everywhere. out, and I lost it in the woods. And then I put my hand in my back pocket and was like, shit, <laughs> I still have it. I felt so stupid. That was so funny, though. Honestly, though, I wish that we had more, like, interaction in the hitching posts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Instead of just, like, the r- Roku, Roku, just going off. The Rookie. Yeah. Yeah, the Rook actually was getting a lot of activity that night, which... The Rook was going crazy. Typically, it doesn't really ever go off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the craziest experience we've had with the Rook was at Nunica Cemetery. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, wasn't I holding it? No, we none of us. No, were. it was we on the ground. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you were asking questions and you go, you said, "Did Jenna just see you?" And it just went. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't stop. That was the night we caught the voice going, "I'm the devil." Oh yeah. I'm the devil. On Easter. And then the little Easter girl Sunday. also named Riley, and we found her grave. That was, that was wild. <laughs> that was also very weird. That was crazy. Yeah, so, I mean... But that was pretty much all that happened for the night, honestly. like We ran out of time because when we got back to the back 40... Oh, well, there was one more thing that happened when we got back to the back happened, 40. Yeah. So we went back to the back 40, and we were taking this video of us, like, walking up to the back 40 because we were going to investigate the area because we were supposed to be able to go into all the buildings. And we figured we'd start far and come back to where the car was so it was easier to pack up after. Yeah. So we're doing this video, and we get done filming it and we go back to watch it to make sure it was a good take and it sounded like one of the doors slammed shut yep so instantly we go okay maybe someone is here so we started checking all of the doors every single door in the back 40 was locked and there was nobody there we were yelling hello, we were the only people hello, there. hello who's there hello and no one or how about when we went into the original building, like the stone building, and there was just a random handprint on the oh, ski yeah. yeah. The ski Yep, the ski The ski The um, snowmobile. And I asked, I actually asked Isabel and Jaden about that, and I was like, yeah, there was just like a random, like, fresh handprint on this snowmobile. And they looked, like, all three of them that were behind the desk looked at each other, and they looked at me and said, nobody's been back there in years. And it had an original safe from the Jack and Jill Ranch, which it was originally. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that was strange. We didn't really have anything happen in that building, though. No. Not much. Other there than was a squirrels. bunch of glitter. There yeah, was, there was glitter a bunch of glitter. <laughs> it was like a bunch of fairies had an orgy in there and just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was very weird, but I mean, it was still, it was one of the, it was, that was cool. Like, seeing all those old buildings that are still, ho- like, holding up well is awesome. I'm really sad that they're going to be tearing down some of those buildings. Some of them. Not all of them, though. They're What they really want to do is what they were telling us is that they have new owners and they want to dump some money into it and make it, you know, all of it cool again and usable and more than just like a... Storage. Yeah. Yeah. More than just places. That's what, a lot of the buildings we didn't even go into because it was just storage. Like, there was no room for us to stand or even conduct an investigation because they were storing tables and chairs and bunch of different boxes and decorations and things like that for every little piece of i don't even know what to call it like holiday cheer (laughs) so are we gonna give double j a verdict is the double j ranch haunted (laughs) oh most definitely like most definitely 
It definitely has ghosts. I think it has a mix. I feel like there's protectors, if you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's not malevolent forces. Mm-hmm. like. I, yeah, shit. I don't think anything evil is there. I think a lot of it is residual haunting. People that really liked it there, they lived there for a long time, and that's just their, their safe place. People that place. worked there for years. And yeah. It just means, it, it seems like everyone that works there, the place means a lot to them. It's uh-huh. more than just a place of work. It's it's a life, and it's It's a whole lifestyle, yeah. It's all of that. So it's, it, like, everything that the history says about the place, it reiterates itself while you're there. Yeah, I completely you agree. You feel with that. the energy while you're there. You feel everyone's love for the place. It it's awesome. And if you have a chance to go take a vacation and visit Double J Ranch or go to any of the events that they have at the ranch, like we definitely definitely worth it. Worth it. Every dollar you would spend, absolutely fantastic place with tons of energy and tons of really cool buildings to explore and the accommodations are welcoming doors i lead to nowhere (laughs) that was funny (laughs) this the staff the cleanliness of the place the just the the good-hearted fun you can have there outside of even the paranormal aspects of what we do is it's an awesome place and i love it there you also don't get a bad vibe like when we stepped out of the car everybody was happy it was like i mean i was being an asshole but Josh, I'm trying to speak. Sorry. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, like I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. Like I was ready for it. And it felt like they were ready for us. <laughs> They're probably just like, yes, people. Yeah. And it was, it's truly an honor for the staff at WJ to invite us in and be the first paranormal team to ever investigate the ranch. Wicked smart. It's super cool that we get to say that we were the first at a world famous location. Yep. I honestly, Maybe not for the paranormal world famous, but like world famous for its events and what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like when we went there for my workouting, we were just talking. I, we didn't really think that like she was being serious until she took out her business card, slid it across the bar and said, yeah, just email me or give me a call and we'll figure something out. We we're like, are you what? <laughs> 100. Because <laughs> don't we'll take this up. And I'm glad we did. Like, I can't wait to go back. Me either. It was super awesome. I can't wait to explore all the other buildings that are left. I just can't believe I can't wait to run it back and see what else we and can catch. this won't be the last paranormal investigation we do. It would probably be till like, the springtime, honestly, when we do another investigation just because of hockey. Cold. And it's cold and... Work. Work. It's just a really busy time of the year. Holiday Holidays season. and all of that stuff. So Birthdays. We'll be back on releasing an episode every freaking week for you guys because we absolutely missed you these past two weeks. Everybody's been sick and shit's been going crazy. Yeah, so we hope all of you are staying safe, staying healthy, and if you are sick... Get better. Get better, <laughs> hydrate, get your rest, and listen to What Goes Bump a Night on every podcasting platform that you can possibly find on the internets. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcast Music, Pandora, YouTube, Spotify, I already said, said it. it. <laughs> That's probably our number one. Apple, Amazon, all of those, you know them. If you don't, if you can't find us, I don't know how you ever found us. So, <laughs> remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump in, in the, the night. night. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>